being an expert on general automotive knowledge, what would the correct ignition timing be on a 1955 Bel Air Chevrolet with a 327 cubic inch engine and a full barrel carburetor? It is a trick question. Watch this. Because Chevy didn't make a 327 in 55. The 327 didn't come out till 62. And it wasn't offered in the Bel Air with a four barrel carb till 64. However, in 1964, the correct ignition timing will be four degrees before top dead center. Get ready for another hour of Drive Radio, brought to you by Colorado Select Auto Care Centers. Got a question for the experts? Then give them a call, 303-477-5600. Now it's time to pop the hood and get our hands dirty. Drive Radio on KLZ 560, The Source. All right, second hour, Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Thanks for joining us today. I do appreciate it very much. Myself, Ken Rackley, Tune Tech Automotive out in Aurora, and then Kent and Cody from Sterling, Novus Auto Glass up there. Welcome. I appreciate them joining us today. And any questions you've got when it comes to whether it's auto repair, just general whatever, questions, whatever, we're here for that. And then also the full auto glass side of the fence with Kent and Cody as well. We'll get into that. My daughter-in-law did just send me a picture of their new Suburban that has the little laminate thing down in the corner, Cody. So Very nice. There you go. So a, a new Suburban has the two front windows are laminated okay. at least. I figured they were on that one. Yeah. yeah okay. So it goes back to the safety and all those oh, yeah. things as well. And so. theirs is a 21, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah. She's lucky Diesel. She, fa- she found it. Yeah. They're hard to find. Oh, they ordered this one back last fall, got it around Christmas time, and wow. we're kind of ahead of the curve. Okay. So that yeah. helps. That helps. But, yeah, yeah, just real quick as a side note for everybody listening, uh, as I said earlier, used car prices are literally at, oh, I don't want to say an all-time high, but, man, it's they're really, really up right now. Uh, new cars, yeah. most dealers are getting sticker price or beyond. I read an article this past week that if you're looking to buy a new Kia Telluride, which is their little, you know, not little, it's their big SUV. It's almost the size of a Tahoe, you know, basically yeah. kind of competes with the Tahoe, right. if you would. Almost looks like a Grand Caravan. Correct. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. That vehicle right now, you have to agree to pay the 18K over sticker price or you're not test driving the car. Wow. Period. That's the, that. That was the article I read this past week. I'm not exaggerating. They can folks. do that because that, people will do it. And, and, that's the hottest selling it. SUV in their entire lineup right now. Everybody wants one, and uh, you you have got to agree to pay that that over sticker price. I actually priced one of those out for. Uh, we were trying to buy one internally for one of my guys, and uh, we were looking at one. And even my price on the fleet side, I had to agree to pay three thousand over sticker price to buy one. Which, granted, is still a substantial discount over what we just said, but I've never paid over sticker for right. anything in my entire life, yeah. and I'm not going to now. Yeah, yeah. So well, yeah. I just won't do it. I'll figure out give, some, something give, else. Give it a year, and uh, yeah, things will happens. slow down yeah. at some point. You know, once well, things get caught up, yeah. it will change. But right now, my point yeah. being, yeah. right now things are well, high. So well, and and you know, and I had to go into one of the dealers close by work the other day, which usually this time of year, the parking lot would be full There's of no new inventory. cars. There, it, there were, empty. There were like 25 cars yeah. in the parking lot. Wow. New, it's empty. You know, and, and I roll by Stevenson Chevrolet, yeah. Toyota, all that off of 6th Avenue on my way home a lot of nights, and I just look to kind of see what's the volume level look like on each lot. Yeah. There's a few more Toyota vehicles than there is. Uh, so Toyota, Lexus has a little bit of inventory. Toyota's got f- decent inventory. But it's not like it normally is. Right. Chevrolet, I, I don't know how Stevenson Chevrolet, frankly, is selling anything because yeah. there's not 10 cars on the entire yeah. lot new. Wow. I'm not yeah. exaggerating. I mean, that's that's. What, I'm not, that's what this. No, not at all. There's no because cars I, there. I pulled in and I'm like, you know, and I don't, 
Normally there's a sea of cars. Yeah, right. Yeah, usually the no place parking to park. lot's full, and right. yeah, you're, you're trying to find a spot. Right. And it's like, wow, I could park anywhere I want. Yes, you can pull and, semi in a park wherever right, you want to. Exactly. It's scary, actually. It really is. So these, these guys, and, and, and that's why you're going to pay full retail yeah. and beyond for a car because a there's no there's no cars around. Right. There's no dealer transfers going on right now either. So if you find a car somewhere else and you want to buy it, the chances of getting that transfer to the dealer of your choice is really, really, really slim. Not saying it's not going to happen, yeah. but it's really slim if it is, and most likely you're going to pay full sticker if not beyond for yeah. whatever car you're trying to buy right now. Right. I'm uh, not exaggerating, folks, no, at no, all. Not, I mean, and no yeah, offense, that, and I told you all this was going to happen about four months ago. Well, and that's dri- uh, driving <laughs> up the that. used car market, too. I mean, yeah. you know. Because, it is, I driving mean, everything up. Yeah. If you've got something that you're sitting on, you know. Well, I remember having a conversation with somebody in this room last fall about this very topic. And luckily, he went out and bought a new truck. He did. And was very smart and did it on the front it side because right now you're not going to buy that truck. Good timing. Because yeah. you're not going to find that. And, and right now, here's the thing. You could take it. Story from the person that we actually get our vehicles from, because we're going to we order fleet vehicles every year. So, Bill, hang tight. I'm going to get to you as well. But uh, this is just a story to tell. This particular person that we buy our vehicles through, and it's not a dealer; it's a it's a broker that we use to buy all of our fleet vehicles through. But he was given the story of a 2018 Duramax that's being traded into a dealer that he knows that's got 20,000 miles on it that's bringing over the price he paid for it new. Wow. wow. So wow. this guy's getting all of his money back and then some and drove it for three years right. and 20,000 miles. Wow. Hmm. Yeah. That's where things are at right now in the marketplace, folks. That's a true yeah. story I just gave you. I'm not fibbing at all. That's what's yeah. going on. Huh. So there'll be more stories like that, I'm sure. For but sure. yeah, any of you that are looking to to do it, and what I mean by that, if you've got a car, an extra car maybe, you're thinking about selling or you've thought about selling, that, that, now's yeah. your time. Right. If you can go without it and sell it now and buy something even later, do so. The problem is if you're going to try to sell and then buy something else new to replace <laughs> it, unless you can order and make the right deal and wait, you're going to have a hard time replacing the vehicle. Are they producing cars? If you order one, is it taking longer? It's taking longer because of parts supply coming into the, right. the manufacturers. The COVID end of things that you know has really, really hurt the supply line all yeah. the way through. Yeah. And it's, it's not you know the chip side of it, for example, the chip thing yeah. is really really delayed right now there just aren't enough chips there are lots and lots not lots of but lots like parking lots full of vehicles that are not completely finished because they can't get all the componentry to finish the vehicle so they build as far as they can they then go park it and they're waiting for the last few things to come in body control modules things like that to finish up the build yep literally they're sitting in parking yeah. lots right brand now brand new vehicles waiting that to be will finished. not run because right. they don't have the electronics to do it so they roll them out into a parking lot they're sitting waiting to be finished up that's where we're at folks right now and i told you all several <laughs> months ago kent can attest to this yep. six seven months ago i was talking about this it's now here i know i talked mm-hmm. about it for a long time i think most people thought it wasn't going to happen it has it's here now yeah and i've right. seen them we've been traveling around in different parking lots around the country there's pickups sitting everywhere that's right so you brand know new ford pickups sitting in a parking lot there you go so that's yeah. what we're saying is I'm true hundreds I'm glad of I, them. I i didn't have to buy mine no, but, but you I'm did glad the same thing yeah. we talked about it as well yeah yeah exactly so there yeah. you go folks bill and lakewood you're next sir in a, twice in one day that's okay <laughs> hey uh just in case anybody's scared with motor vehicle you know i just got that new truck and they, uh, it took forever to get the, the, the card to register the new one. I was on my second set of temporary plates. And so anyway, when I did, because I had 
the plates off my old truck were like $400. And so I registered over the phone the new truck and got the credit. The motor vehicle bent over back backwards to help. So you were able to get it registered over the yeah, phone right. then? Sent me the tags in the mail. Nice. The plates I had off the old truck that I traded in. Oh, okay. They gave me the credit because I think that the old plates was four or five hundred dollars on it. Oh, sure. You know, and I still had six months left. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. On the old tags. Nice. And I I got to, you have to get the right person. Right. Somebody but, willing to work with you. <laughs> oh, they bent over backwards. And nice. I said Good. I got the, the new uh, tags. Probably within a week. Hmm. Nice. I had to leave the house. Nice. Very good. Yeah, just so in case anybody's scared. Yeah, no, th th yeah, that. Anybody driving around right now with ex expired tags, there's no excuse for that. They've been open and able to get tags for quite a long time now. So if somebody's running around with that excuse, they're just being lazy. I think depending on the county, too, some of them are easier than others. I mean, Douglas they're County. Only the motor vehicle by me, I think they said, because I told them I'm a high risk. I don't need to be around a lot of people. Right, right. Sure. And I think they said they're only letting like three people in at a time and yet takes an appointment. Yeah, that's a month out or something like that. Is what whatever it is, I don't yeah. know what it is. But yeah, like when I registered mine too, I was able to do it you know, just over the phone and it worked out just fine. Right, right, right. I just thought I'd throw the two cents in. Yeah, okay. great. Great. No, Thanks, Bill. Bill, appreciate that very much. That's uh, that's uh, good information. John and Cheyenne, what's going on today? Hey, good morning. How are you? Good, sir. What's up? Oh, just watching it rain, rain and light rain up here, which is going to okay. turn the prairie green. Okay. So not complaining, but All right. uh, first thing is I've been, you know, you're talking about used cars and people buying. I've been listening to uh, the one of the radio shows out of Denver during the day while I'm working because, you know, I, I work on a computer all, all right. day. So there are so many people who don't go and get a pre-purchase inspection on a used car. Correct. Yep. And then they're calling and saying, can you help me? Yep. The car died 100 yep. miles after I drove off the lot. So right. I don't know what Ken charges, 100, 125 bucks or something like that, but that's the best money you can spend. It is. Yeah. By far. You know, and, and this will, when we bought that Kia for my wife to take to Texas, I mean, our guy looked at it. He said, yeah, this is a good car. It needs front brakes. It needs tires. And it needed a windshield. And they came down on the price when we went back at them. So that's the other thing you want to do is that mm -hmm. inspection will either let them, all sure. right, I'll fix it all, or negotiate the price down. That's exactly right. Yeah, I, over all those years, John, so, of doing that for folks, I, I rarely, rarely wasn't able to get somebody back the price of the inspection due to the things you just said. Right. You always had a bargaining chip yeah. to go back with and usually get that money back. Yeah, and, and we use the regular mechanic we use for major things up here. Sure. He charged us thirty dollars. That's cheap. Yeah. But well, he you know, but he knew. Well, I made the appointment that day because we bought it to go get, have him do front brakes roads mm -hmm. the next day. Yeah. So he knew he was going to make up the cost by getting the work. Right. Right. Sure. Right. So that will this rolls into the second question. Um, my wife had a couple of recalls on that Kia Sportage. Okay. She took it to the Kia dealer by DFW, and they did you know a full-up inspection and found a couple of things wrong that they said were wrong. Do you have a link or somebody in the Dallas? Yes, Fort I do. Worth? Yeah, send, send me an email, John. I'll give you somebody to go to down there. Okay. Yes. I, I'll, a few minutes on that as soon as I get okay. off the phone. Do that. I'll send you to somebody down there. Okay. And then last thing, 
for Novus, I'm going to throw him a bone. Last night we were driving back from Denver. I never had to take my wipers above first step delay in my Ram because of the uh, the super duper rain repellent coating they put on Aquapel. Was it Aquapel? Yeah, whatever you guys put on, I think you saw it's thirty forty bucks at the Cheyenne when I got the new windshield. Yeah, Troy took care of it. It's good product. Yeah, it is. It works very well. You know. And I'm watching people driving north, and it wasn't raining that hard with their wiper blades on high. So the last thing i got to say, if you have to put your wiper blades on on high, it's time to go get a new set. Yeah, put a new windshield, put Aquapel on it, new wipers. New new blades. We don't talk about the blade side of it enough, but, yeah, new new windshield, the Aquapel, and new blades, you're set. I change my blades once a year when I change my clock unless they need it sooner. Good idea. And for, yeah. for what you pay, yeah, great for a idea. Set of blades, you know, twenty bucks a blade for the top of the line ones at Walmart or Napa or anywhere. They're no, never more than twenty bucks a side. So for forty bucks, at least you could see. Yeah. And usually by the end of the winter, the blades are torn up. Very true. That you need a new set for the summer rain. So. Very you true. know, John. You know, little things like that. Um, so. You have a great day. You too, John. Appreciate it very much. Chris and Centennial, hang tight. We'll come right back. This is Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Now's the time to take advantage of Geno's Napa Break Special. This month, get a $50 Napa prepaid Visa card with a qualifying Napa Breaks parts purchase of $250 or more. For over 38 years, Geno's Auto Service has been serving Littleton and customers along the front range. At Geno's, their team recommends checking your brakes every 5,000 miles. Stop in this week and they'll check your brakes for free. As members of Colorado Select Auto Care, the Geno's team will back up their work with Napa's nationwide peace of mind warranty. To make your life simpler, Geno's offers loaner vehicles so you can drop off your car and pick it up when ready. Geno's continues their public service work, partnering with Hands of the Carpenter and donating work on vehicles for single mothers or women in need. Check out all their Google reviews for a good snapshot of their business. They're AAA approved and located at Bowles and Platte Canyon. Stop in or visit them online at genosautoservice.com. That's Genos with a J. Your next oil change could change the life of your vehicle forever. If you think that's a tall order, maybe you've been getting the wrong oil change. A BG Performance Oil Change comes with a lifetime of engine and fuel system coverage. And something else, peace of mind. Where do you find it? Find a shop in your neighborhood at BGFindAShop.com. That's BGFindAShop.com. Because an oil change that offers a lifetime of peace of mind is a change worth making. BG. Avoid the pitfalls with Kevin Flesh. Picture this. You're in court before a judge and jury trying to get the at-fault party's insurance company to cover your hospital bills, and the defense attorney pulls out your medical records. Comparing what you said to the police at the scene of your injury to what your doctor transcribed, you've contradicted yourself. You start to get nervous. You don't want to look like an idiot, but you simply don't recall what you said to the police. That was a long time ago. KLC's personal injury attorney, Kevin Flesh of Flesh and Beck Law, prepares you for these kinds of questions so you never need to worry about what to say. Of course, the opposition will always try to call your credibility into question. But with Kevin Flesh, you always know exactly how to respond. Schedule a free consultation now at 303-806-8886. 
Kevin Flesh of Flesh and Beck Law. Trial tested, trial ready. Napa know-how. A Napa guy knows that by the foot, there's no better ride than an old station wagon. Room for six people facing forward, two people facing backward, and a whole lot of luggage, lumber, and bicycles haphazardly strapped to the roof. If you can parallel park that beast, you can park anything. And with some quality parts and a little Napa know-how, you can keep your land ship running longer, stronger. It's not obsolete. It's a rare treasure. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. All right, Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Thanks for joining us today. Question of the day, by the way. What is your favorite truck? Doesn't matter whether it's new, old, what current, whatever. Listener Ryan sent that in, so appreciate that, Ryan. Chris and Centennial, you're next. Hello, Chris. Hello. How you doing, sir? Hey, hey Ken, it's Chris. Oh, hey, Chris. Chris Abbey. <laughs> yeah, from yeah. Uh, Davey uh, Tree Service. Oh, nice. Good yeah. job. So uh, can we call an avalanche a truck? Yes. Yeah, you sure can. It's a truck. I would. Kind of. <laughs> I love my truck. It works great for skiing and it, throwing my stuff in the Is it a half ton or a three-quarter ton? Half. Half ton. Okay. They made a few of those in a three-quarter ton, you know, with an eight-liter. Right. Yeah. yeah. Right. No, no, I don't have that. But um, I, I refer it as driving my couch. Ah. Okay. Yeah. It's, they have it's an so interesting smooth. back glass. Do. Does it like I can't remember? Does it slide down? I have fold not down? worked on one of those. How do they work, Chris? I don't remember. How does the back glass work? Well, there's three three different uh, uh, tops. Pa- panels, or how does that work? I don't remember. No, it's all it's all a hard top. There's three three separate sections that you take off. Okay. So yeah, you, know, you can stand on the on the top. I mean, it's solid. Well, but can't you pass through to the cabin as well if you do something with the back window, if I remember yeah. right, or what? How does that work? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can. Okay. Nobody really does. Is it is it an automatic window, or I don't remember how that worked. I think it's manual. No, no, it, it all comes apart. Okay. But okay. Yeah, it's sort of a pain. I've never done it. But. <laughs> okay, so you have to manually take all that part apart. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. But no, it, it runs like a top. When did they stop making those, by the way? Anybody remember? Was Thir- 13. 2013. Okay. Yep. Yep. Yeah. All right. So, so All that's right. your favorite. I call, my ci- I call it my city truck. Okay. It, All right. That it, works. It's not your work F-150? <laughs> <laughs> no. no that's, a good tr- that's a good truck, too. Yes, yep. it is. Yep. That's it. All right. So. All right. Chris, well, thanks. Chris, Appreciate good, it good very much. Good to hear much. from you. Uh, all right, so again, that's the question of the day. What's your favorite truck? And it could, again, it could be old, new, doesn't matter. Just let us know what it is, 303-477-5600. You can send us a text message as well, and uh, we can answer it that way or put it up on air for you as well. That way it doesn't matter. Uh, again, uh, text message 307, text line 307-200-8222, 307-200-8222. All right, what about you guys? What's your favorite? I, I'd have to add one. I got a 1946 Chevy truck. You probably didn't know about that. I didn't know that. I'm the second owner. Half ton pickup. Nineteen forty. What does a forty-seven look? They're kind of unique looking. Forty-seven Chevy. Forty-seven Chevy. They're becoming why, real popular. Why don't here. I understand? Oh yeah 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 yeah. It's yeah, parade yeah. Yes, ready. Yes 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 it's yes fun. yes. Nice. nice. Uh, well, actually, um, so let's see. What year did they make those? Was that was that forty-seven to fifty-four? Is that the year they uh, did that? Forty-one model? to forty-six is what they are. Forty-seven. Forty-one to forty-seven. And then they changed styles in forty-eight. And then went to fifty-four, right? Yeah. Forty-eight to fifty-four. Yep. 
That, that, that whole generation, that, those are some of my favorites. Because actually they stopped making them during World War II. From 42 to 45, there is no pickups. That's correct. Well, when 46 cars, period, the first time they made again. They made cars, but not as many. Pickups they did not. Isn't, no that, isn't that the one with the no chrome on it, too? Yeah, and I have painted. one that's made right at the end of the war. It has no chrome. It's all painted gray. There's no piece of chrome on this pickup. Really? It was even, manufactured that way. Even better. It's even <laughs> Where'd better. Where'd you get it's that It's unique. At? Yeah. Actually, you my grandfather owner, right? bought it new. So it's in the family. And so I, really, one, one owner, basically. One owner. Yeah. If you really want to say so. it that way. I did not it's know you had It's kind of fun. That. I got all kinds of antiques. What engine's yeah. in it? It's a straight six. So it still has the original engine. Splash Three six. speed, hmm. kind of high geared. Those were a non-pressurized engine. No, they were They not. just splashed. Splashed. Yeah. Had a big old vent tube coming down. Yeah, you just yeah. don't go real fast. Yeah, right. It's right, good. Yeah. But it's yeah. original engine. Splashed all the oil up and away you go. Yeah. Yeah. So kind of goes down the road. They didn't have a lot of power, but they were No, there's no power. Well, it's kind of unique. Yeah. 30, 50 horse. Who so, knows? Yeah. So it's a 47. <laughs> 46. Oh. A 46. Sorry, 1946. Yeah, you have to pull one up. Yeah, I'm looking. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I pull, I'm, I'm looking right now. When it, it's funny because... Yeah, it's a good-looking truck. One of the... Yeah. One of the trucks that came to mind when we were growing up, we had... Uh, a big one-ton international. It was it was actually had a grain bed on it, but we pulled the grain bed off and put oil works on it, and, um, and that was just a cool-looking truck. I mean, it had the you know, I mean, it was just that style with the big fenders in the mm-hmm, front, yeah. the pointy hood, and and all that stuff. I mean, it was a pretty cool truck, and I see one as I head out south uh, towards Colorado Springs on the side of the road every or i mean it's it's just it's a it's lawn art you know mm-hmm. so it's a, you know it's just a decorative piece in somebody's uh pasture and it's pretty cool speaking looking. of lawn art I, speaking of lawn art i want a covered wagon yeah if somebody has they're, one they're a little I, hard to find i'd be interested in, in you know or even just a wagon with no cover well, i'd be well, interested i could probably fix you up with that I, that's what i need I want, I want one of those for my i have one of those too so here's what i want to do i'll just those give, don't i'll give my secret away so i want to put it in the front yard and i'm going to decorate all the christmas lights when i do my, everything else for my lights at my house for christmas i that want works. that and i'll make the wheels with the lights sure there you yeah. go roll the like the through. wagon's yeah. moving they don't weather very well they're all wood so i'll take you may one. have to put it inside right, i'll swap. figure that out Okay, you'll get we me can, fixed We up. can hook you up. All right, good stuff. All right, Bill and Aurora is next. What's going on, Bill? Well, I was calling in. I've got a 2002 Toyota 4Runner. i got a, quite a few miles on it. It's still a good vehicle, but now the uh, anti-slip device comes on randomly, and then sometimes it decelerates the accelerator, and I don't want to have to throw a lot of money at it, but I thought maybe you guys would know maybe a simple fix without throwing a bunch of money at this deal. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, hard to say. So, so you say like your traction control kicks in? Is that what you're correct? Saying? Okay, yep. it kicks in, and then sometimes it just be, blinks on and it'll go away if you stop it. Okay. take off again, and other other times it'll go in full mode and it'll uh, decelerate you. Like in a if you're in a situation with a lot of traffic, all of a sudden you can't do it for 25 miles an hour. Right. Yeah, and so I take it the ABS light never comes on or anything like that. You just, yeah, the slip control does, and then sometimes right. the VSR light will come on. Okay. Yeah, I mean, diagnostic is going to be maybe <laughs> on something like that. Yeah. That's the that's the downside. Yeah, we'd have to get in and see, you know, if we can access certain mm-hmm. things on that and see what it's doing when it's acting up like that, uh, if it's pulling codes or anything like that, too. So that would be our first step. If if it doesn't, unfortunately, it might have to wait till it gets worse and then disables itself. Or yeah, how often is it doing it, Bill? 
Oh, it probably does it uh, about once a week, but it, oh. it doesn't always decelerate it. it it's yeah. just random. One time my wife was driving it, and the brakes kind of yeah. shut in, too. So right. That's all tied together. It could so. be dangerous, yeah. yeah. And I got a 15-year-old who's going to be driving pretty soon. I don't want to throw her in this thing if that's what it's going to do. Right. Well, you know, the other option you would have on this, which might be your best way of doing it now, not with what you just said, but in, in general, it might be your best way. A shop will not do this because of the liability, but there are, I'm looking at them now, there are instructions out on the Internet as to how to th- throw a switch in that and turn that off every time you go to drive the vehicle. A shop isn't going to install that for you, Bill, again, because right. of liability, but you could actually just turn it off, and then that would keep that from happening. But you wouldn't have the traction control or any of that stuff in the future. Right. I saw that. I was just, yeah, I thought maybe there would be a way you could fix this and make it work. Correctly. Biggest problem is if it only happens once a week, you know. And then parts. To, yeah. And then, and then if, you do right. find, if you do find what the actual problem is, finding the part to fix, it's the other issue. Yeah, exactly. Yep. You got it. You're, you're turning it off might be one of your better choices, actually. Yeah. Okay. That one, I believe, has the electronic brake master cylinder. I think that's uh, correct. I don't remember. I, it's been too far back. I can't remember, but, yeah. So, uh, yeah, the, and, yeah, parts are and cost of yeah. Yeah. Again, you're, you're going online and doing that if you've got the ability to do so might yeah. be your best bet, Bill. Sure. Okay. All right, man. Okay. Appreciate it. You betcha, man. Appreciate it very much. Thanks for the phone call. Uh, Wayne in Nebraska, what's going on? Uh, Same thing thing I mentioned earlier. I I, I talked to you about that van, but my favorite pickup was a uh, 61 uh, Chevy Fleetwood. 61 Fleetwood. Yep. Uh Yep. And it had a, a what was it? Would it would it be a two ninety or a one ninety six cylinder? Yeah, probably the two ninety. I think in that two ninety, yeah, hot two ninety with uh, a, a four speed in it and so forth. But uh, the curious thing about that vehicle, uh, I sold it at Clark's uh, auction back in ninety four because my dad had another pickup and he didn't need it and. Uh, it was partly his, and his name was on the title. Hmm. And then when he died, I got possession of it. Well, about four, five, four years ago or so, I had a knock on my door. A guy from, I think, Ianis come and said, uh, you own this pickup and this and this and that? I said, yeah. And he said, uh, well, uh, I, have a, I have a nephew that wants to restore it. But I left all the stuff was left in the glove compartment, and the mice ate all the, you know, the title and everything right. else up. Right. So I I had to go down, you know, I had to go down, and I got a new title for him. He paid me twenty five dollars. I you know I didn't realize that that was a blessing. But anyway, uh, uh, he got the title and everything, and and the pickup is running uh, again now. Nice. Yeah, and nice. you know, it's just a really old pickup, and yeah. it was a, had a real good body on it, heavy metal. Uh, it was white, you know, hmm. but he, he was going to fix it up and customize it and everything. And good for him. That's what he did. So I was pleased to do that because yeah. I wanted that pickup running again and, and on the road. Good for you. That's a good story, Wayne. Yeah, okay, thank good you. Good stuff. No, appreciate that. And the 61s were... 
how do I want to say they were they were that in between of the body style of that earlier kind of rounded look. They went more square, I guess. Well, is the best a little way bit to say. of rounded fenders, but <clears throat> they had kind of straight lines all yeah, the way down them. Almost yeah, in a shark I, front end kind of look right, to it. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Probably the best way to say it. I had one once, but believe it or not. They're once. different. I've had a lot of things once. <laughs> <laughs> Should have kept them. Yeah, I, well, yeah, that's another thing. All right, we'll yeah. come back. What's your favorite truck? Past, present, doesn't make any difference. That's the question of the day. We'll be back, though. Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Hello, Drive Radio listeners. This is Chris Hammond with Ken's and Leslie, distributing your local BG Products distributor. Back again this week with your BG Tech Tip. Did you know that for 27 years running, the number one reason for a call to AAA is for a jump start? At the center of your car's starting and charging system is the battery, which helps ensure dependable vehicle operation and starting whenever you need your car. Things like driving and weather conditions, mileage, vehicle age, or excessive electrical draws from the vehicle's entertainment system can all cause premature aging on the vehicle's starting and charging system. But the most common reason for a cold start failure is a result of improper maintenance originating from battery corrosion. Once a month or every thousand miles or so, you should inspect the battery terminals for corrosion or debris that may inhibit proper vehicle starting or charging. Ensure that your battery posts are clean and protected with an anti-corrosive battery pad and a sealer. And by keeping your starting and charging system well maintained, you can always be confident that your car will start on even the coldest of Colorado mornings. Thanks again, Drive Radio listeners. This is Chris Hammond with BG Products. We'll talk to you again next week. Call Novus Auto Glass as soon as you notice a chip or crack in your windshield so they can save you more money. Novus Auto Glass wants to help you save more money by repairing chips and cracks whenever possible. With their patented glass repair technology, Novus can tackle tougher cracks than the competition. In some cases, they can repair cracks up to a foot long, but you have a much better chance at getting a repair when you act fast. Glass repair is more complicated than you think. Something as simple as going through a car wash could make your little chip or crack unfixable. No matter what sort of damage you're dealing with, though, there's never any risk with a Novus repair. Should your windshield repair fail, they will credit the cost toward a replacement. Novus works with all insurance companies, and for those without windshield coverage, Novus will give you a discounted cash price. It's simple. Novus Autoglass saves you more money. Visit drive-radio.com slash Novus now and find the windshield repair expert nearest you. Novus Autoglass, the inventors of windshield repair. Paul Lewinberger with American National Insurance offers a rebate program unlike any other. Every year that you don't file a claim, you get a certain percentage of your money back. Just one example of how Paul Lewinberger, the personal insurance agent of John Rush, keeps your rates so low. He rewards his customers for their diligence and responsibility. Paul can also help you strategize about when to file a claim and when to pay out of pocket so you save more money in the long run. You don't want to shop online for insurance because you have no idea what you're buying. You need Paul Lewinberger with American National, the no surprises insurance agent. Call 303-662-0789. That's 303-662-0789. And ask Paul Lewinberger with American National Insurance for details about his unique rebate program for home and auto insurance. Talk to somebody with the expertise to advise you so you get the coverage you expect.
It's time to get out the grill for some all-natural mouth-watering meats raised right here at home from Barber's Foods. For over 70 years in Colorado, Barber's Foods has stayed true to their mission to provide their customers with only the highest quality organic, antibiotic-free meats from family farms they know personally. So whether you're buying beef, bison, pork, or poultry, they know where it's coming from and the families who raise the animals with care and respect. Place your order now at barbersfoods.com or call 303-466-7338. Pick up your order at the Denver Warehouse, located at I-70 and Brighton Boulevard near the National Western Center, or for those in the Denver metro area, Barber's Foods will deliver direct. Colorado-sourced bison, organic grass-fed beef, USDA prime beef, purebred wagyu, slow-raised non-GMO duroc pork, free-range chicken, non-GMO turkeys, and more. Barber's Foods, 100% Colorado native-owned and operated. Barber's foods.com All right, Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Thanks for joining us today. Again, we've got Kent and Cody from Sterling Novus with us today. Ken Rackley, Tune Tech Automotive. Let's talk a little more glass, guys. We just talked about some of the coatings that are not some, the coating you guys can do, the uh, the nanotech, if you would, which explain real quick. We were doing this during the break. We should have done it on air. Kent Ken was asking, Ken Rackley was asking Kent about the Rain-X products versus that. Explain some of that. We're not bad-mouthing anything, but just explain what happens. Okay, like a normal Rain-X product, you put it on your windshield, it repels the water. It also is made of, I think it's silicone-based. It migrates when it, you get a rock chip in your window, that Rain-X migrates into that rock chip, and it makes it hard to repair. To where a nanotech product or a uh, Aquapel product is made of different material. It does not migrate on that windshield. So if you put it on, get a rock chip, it doesn't move into that rock chip. So it allows us to repair that windshield that much better. And it, it makes a lot better rock chip repair. Okay. And, and let's talk about that for a moment as well, because I was reading that article this last week. I think it was on Jalopnik. I'm looking for it now, but uh, I, I will probably find it by the time we're done talking. But in this article, it was talking about how much more sophisticated windshield repair has gotten versus what it was even 15 years ago. Talk about that, if you will. It has. The resins are better quality. They're more clear so they blend in with the windshield better so when it's done you can't see it they don't shrink up with time or age okay they hold their shape and their and the way they're put in um it just works way better and then with novus we do it professionally we inst we repair those professionals instead of going downtown buying a kit coming back doing it ourselves so we know how to repair them we know how to make it work how to repair all kinds of rock chips. Well, and you guys, let's face it, Novus itself was one of, if not the innovator of doing that in the first place. They, invented, in the 70s. Rock, they uh, invented it, right? The process to do rock chips. They really went, and not, not necessarily the resins, but how to get it done, right? Well, they invented the resins, too. That, too? Okay. So the whole nine yards. The whole thing. So they were the innovators of the whole yep. thing and are still doing it. And still doing it. It's pretty amazing, actually. And are actually all around the United States and worldwide. There's Novus people doing Has chips. Have the... So let me ask you this. Have the resins, because they've gotten so much better for the different type of glass we have now versus what we used to have, is it a backwards compatible, I guess what I'm trying to say. So if you've got an old windshield that needs fixed, do the new resins, resins work as well on an old windshield as they do a new windshield, yes, or is there do. any difference? They do. They work even better. You know, they hold up better. Um, they, just, they just work a lot better. And the key to this, this is why... I don't say this much on drive radio. I should. If you go to klzradio.com 
and click on the Novus link there, you can actually fill out a form. And when you do, uh, Kent and Judy actually will mail you the band-aids, the windshield band-aids, if you would. Because the key to getting a proper repair done is keeping that pit clean, right? Keep it clean. Keep the water out of it. Keep the dirt out of it. If you keep it fresh, it will repair a lot better. If you leave it open, go through the car wash, it gets dirt water in it. Um, and then it makes it a lot harder to repair, and it also shows a lot more if you do repair it then. It still can be repaired. It just isn't the quality. So cover it up with a little Band-Aid piece of tape or something. Go get it fixed. Okay. So nice. how does that work? How, how soon should they get that put on? Uh, as soon as you get the rock chip stop or when you get home, put it on that rock chip on the outside. And then it's, it's a good reminder to get it fixed, plus it keeps it clean. Okay. So... Nice. In other words, uh, don't go through a car wash. Don't put anything on it. You know, don't even clean it. Just put don't that Band-Aid it. on it and call it good. Put a Band-Aid on it and go get it repaired. Let you guys fix it. Yep. Okay. Now, and, guys, that's really important because I think a lot of us as do-it-yourselfers will try to do some things on our own to maybe try to mitigate that. And the reality is you're not. You just need to get it fixed as quickly as possible. The other thing I will tell you as well, if you do have a – a chip, especially as we get into some of the hotter months, same is true when we're in our real cold months. If you're not able to put that thing in the shade, so you get a chip, you're on your way to work, and now you park in the hot sun. Chances of that growing as you're inside working throughout the day and going back out that night is very, very high because that windshield will heat up, right? Heat up and expand, and it will cause that to crack runs, right? It will. So best thing to do would be to either have somebody come fix it right away or try to park in the shade, right? Park in the shade. And the same works in the wintertime. You've got a cold day, it's snowing outside, you kick the hot defroster on the inside. And it'll break it the same way. Yeah. Oh, and by the way, that, that, what I just said a moment ago, Charlie's reminding me, if you go to klzradio.com and click on the Novus link, fill out the form, we'll send you those stickers for free. That's, we that's how we're doing it. Yep. So Kent and Judy are sending those to you. It's really easy. All Again, I get that same email that comes in. I send that to Kent and Judy. They put a little kit together, and they mail it off to you, and you get the free Band-Aids. Or stop by one of your local Novus dealers. They'll they have them, too. the same thing. Yeah, good point. Whether in Cheyenne, Loveland, Denver. Anywhere wherever they're at. You can find those locations, again, on the website. Just go to drive-radio.com, find a location near you, and get those Band-Aids. But it's really important, I think, to make sure that you're keeping that clean. And, and again, don't put fingernail polish on top of it. Don't put clear polish on top. I mean, don't do anything. I've seen everything happen that way. Don't use super glue. Yeah, don't put some super glue in it. You know, don't do anything to try to keep that from running because you're not going to change that. You're going to mess it up, actually. And it's just going to hinder our... Your ability to fix right? it, yeah, it's oh. pretty easy to get it fixed. It's about a fifteen-minute process. Stop by one of the shops, our shop. If you stop by, we'll you know put you in, get it fixed right away. It's pretty easy. Nice. Um, explain the process of because you're actually under pressure fixing the crack, right? How does that work? What we do is we vacuum the air out of that rock chip, and then we inject a resin into. So that. you're sucking air out. We pull the air out. Okay force the resin in it make sure we get it into each crack wherever it is and then when we're done filling it then we cure it with an ultraviolet light so it hardens it and it bonds it back together okay and by the way i did find the article on jalopnik it's called uh, windshield repairs are now incredibly complex and expensive thanks to advanced technology and i'm guessing that's not just because of the resins but we just got done talking in the last hour about the windshields themselves and how much more advanced they are from what they used to be thereby the windshield repair has gotten more expensive as well yeah what on average are you going to pay to get a windshield fix on 70 average bucks or so? 60 70 dollars okay give or take so should i be leery of the guy in the parking lot at king supers wanting to fix my windshield i probably would <laughs> <laughs> well they do body work too 
<laughs> you know, oh, yeah. well, you're in shop and yeah, I'll have sure it fixed by the time you get out. Yeah, yeah. 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 Their <laughs> sign always says free. It's not free. Uh, you're right. Well, you They're going to bill your insurance company the same way. One right. thing this article is talking about, too, which we, which we forgot, and I, I needed to mention as well, is, <clears throat> excuse me, these repairs, depending upon where they are, can and may affect the calibration. The other things we talked about earlier when it comes to the cameras and the other things, correct? It definitely will. If you get a rock chip, uh, most lane departure cameras are at the top center of the windshield for a better view of the car going down the road. So if you get a rock chip in front of that camera, it will not react or will not respond like it's supposed to. And if that rock chip's in front of that camera, we cannot fix it. You need a new windshield. So if you get a rock chip on the bottom left corner of the windshield that's out of everyone's sight, we can fix that. So it makes it matters what location on the windshield it is. The other thing that's, by the way, that this article says that's wrong, and I will correct it. So if you read this article, please, the last sentence in it is completely wrong, and I'll read it to you, and I will tell you why it's wrong. It's talking about all these advanced driving systems and so on. I'll just read you the entire paragraph here. Advanced driver assistance systems are behind the big leap in complexity. Many of these systems have key sensors that permanently affix to the windshield. Multiple companies like Ford and Stellantis advise against using aftermarket windshields or reusing windshields when they need to be removed, which means a trip to the dealership is necessary to get one replaced. Not true. In fact, we, dealerships don't do windshields, by the way. They do not. They hire somebody in. Correct. So they're not doing that windshield anyways. Now, do some windshields come from dealerships if need be? Yes. yes. And what I mean by that is they're being sourced and supplied through the manufacturer itself. But dealerships don't replace windshields, folks. They do not. They're hiring somebody like Kent and Cody to go That's do right. it for them. But we are finding out with the lane departure camera, you need a better quality windshield yeah, we talked that about that, that camera can see through. Okay, hold that and thought. I, okay. We're going to come back. We'll talk about that because that is something that we've not really covered much here before. So stay tuned. We'll come back and we'll talk about that quality of windshield when it comes to some of the apparatuses that are actually on, you know, the advancements that are on the windshield itself. Okay. Yes. All right. We'll do this as soon as we come back. Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Most oil changes are the same. Old oil out, new filter, new oil in. It's a routine, a chore on the to-do list. What if your oil change wasn't the same as the rest? What if it was life-changing? BG. A BG oil change can change your life because it comes with free lifetime protection for your engine and fuel system, which means a lifetime of peace of mind for you. Find a shop near you at bgfindashop.com. That's bgfindashop.com. BG. No one likes to be that person. You know the one, stuck on the side of the road, busted tire, making everyone slow down to get around them. With Legacy Automotive's new tire sales, you don't have to be that person, ever. Here in our Colorado climate, you might be closer to needing new tires than you think. A bad set of tires can be dangerous and even life-threatening. Tires should be regularly examined for cracks, bulges and blisters, and other signs of wear and tear on your vehicle. The skilled team at Legacy Automotive in Boulder will be able to examine your current set of tires, let you know what they recommend based on what they find, and help you get on the road. Legacy Automotive is a Napa Gold Certified Auto Care Shop and employs ASC Certified Technicians. So don't be that guy, and make an appointment at Legacy Automotive today at 303-396-0555, or visit them online at LegacyAutomotive.com. Legacy Automotive, locally grown auto repair. Hunting down that hard-to-find part for an out-of-the-ordinary car can be quite a time-consuming chore. Unless, of course, you just go around the corner to your local Napa Auto Parts store. 
where we have over 310,000 parts, all of them made to fit and perform just like the original. Yeah, there are people who say it's the journey and not the destination, but those people have never tried to find an alternator for an 82 Fiat on a Saturday. Go to NapaOnline.com for the location nearest you. Napa, get the good stuff. All right, Drive Radio, KLZ 560. We were talking a moment ago about some of the high-tech things that are on these vehicles now, how it affects the windshield's calibration and so on. And we were talking about, even yesterday, Kent, when you and I were talking, the quality of the windows or maybe that's not the right way to say it. Who's manufacturing them and how they're made and how that can affect the calibration. There's probably a better way for me to say it. Yeah. Because you can still get a very high-quality window or windshield, I should say, but if it's, in fact, a little too thick, where everybody thinks a thicker windshield is great – it can affect calibration, it right? It can affect the camera, the way it looks at the windshield, and affect the calibration. And same with the quality it's like putting of on the, different eyeglasses. Yes. It don't meet the prescription. It doesn't. Right? And I think the windshield is the way to say that? Way. Exactly. The curvature, thickness, all those things change the, the magnification of, and can change the way the camera sees. the quality of the glass, uh, uh, the clarity of it. Okay. Um, so how does somebody know all that and how to get that done correctly? Find somebody that knows how to do the recalibrations and the quality work quality glass make sure who who you're going to use when you have a windshield replace just don't go every, anywhere okay so make sure first of all go to novus that's our go first thing novus. we're going to everybody is go you know go use novus make sure that you're getting it done properly with them but let's say there's we know there's folks listening to us that are outside of our our network and so on although novus is all around the the country and the world for that matter but sometimes you may find yourself in a position where hey you, you don't have them you can't use them make sure they're doing this correctly and and i would also tell you that you probably need to be going someplace where they can handle everything in-house if you've got something that needs recalibrated i would recommend that because then it's all on them if it doesn't work out that's right correct if they don't if the glass doesn't work it's on them to make it better till it works okay and with the recalibrations you pretty much need to go to a shop to do that recalibration to make it correct and and that's you know something else too that i think there's some some misconception on is, you know, a lot of dealers will do the recalibration, but I'm not sure that all of them do at this point. A lot of them don't. Some do, some don't. It, it's, a, it's a hodgepodge, right? It's a hodgepodge. Okay, so make sure I say that correctly. All right. Uh, Mark and Parker, what's going on today, sir? Hey, John, I wanted to ask you who you recommend uh, for a front end alignment. Out in Parker, go see Extreme. Extreme Auto. Yeah, they can do it for you. They've got all this. They've got all the stuff, all the newest stuff that you need. Well, I've you know I've I've been to a couple and uh, I've lost brand new tires because they didn't do it uh, correctly. Uh, yep. Like it, it pulls to the left, and when I leave after paying a hundred bucks, it still pulls to the left. Yep. And, uh, now, now I've got two brand new tires that I put on before the alignment, and and then, yep. and now I gotta replace two tires. That's very common, by the way, Mark, in the alignment, you know, tire world. And again, I'm not trying to throw anybody under the bus, but there is a difference between somebody that really understands how to do a proper alignment versus somebody that can just throw it on the machine and do what we say, put it in the green. Uh, and what I mean by that is the green is a range. So when you get these new alignment machines, they're, they're very sophisticated. It really walks the technician through the process of getting the alignment done. And And for the most part, Mark, most any incompetent technician and i I mean that i'm using that word purposely an incompetent technician can still get a vehicle in the green 
that does not mean the vehicle is properly aligned. And what I mean by that is if you've got a unique vehicle, or in your case, if there's a vehicle that's got a pulling issue, you may have to change some things even as the specs go inside of the green. You're never going to keep a vehicle out of the green, but you're going to make sure that it's aligned correctly. And there's some offsets at times that needs to happen to make a vehicle not only drive right, but not wear tires. And that needs to be done by somebody, again, that understands the alignment, the specs, the vehicle, and what it takes to get it properly aligned. And I will just say straight up, there's a lot of a lot of guys, a lot of technicians that are working at tire stores that got thrown onto a machine that, yes, they can computerize, run the machine, but doesn't mean they can properly align the vehicle. And that's what happens today. Well, that's what's happened to me, you know. Uh couple hundred dollars down the road and i'm back where i started anyway you know? i mean and, and by the way mark this has been going on i mean i sold my stores back in 2012 and i was doing alignment corrections for other shops back in the day you know clear back in the you know early 2000s we were we were dealing with this stuff and it hasn't changed to this day in fact i will tell you it's probably worse today than it ever has been and the reason for that is the machine the actual alignment machine, you can now go out and spend, you know, 25, 30 grand on a machine, and it literally, you, Mark, could set the machine up with a little bit of technical skill on the computer. You could set the machine up, get all the readings, and probably even make some of the adjustments to put it in green yourself, but you're still not knowing how to align the vehicle. Mm-hmm. So it's, it, it's actually made it worse because we've got better technology on the alignment machine itself. Right. So it's made so- the alignment guys lazy is what I'm getting at. So the, the 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 guy running the machine gets it in the green, and then parks it out front. And says, "Here's the bill. See yep. you later." As long as the steering wheel's centered and it's in the green, he feels it's good to go, and he gives you the keys, and off you go. Doesn't mean the vehicle's aligned. Okay, so to find out if it's aligned, does the guy have to drive it down the highway? Yes, and needs to know the alignment specifications he just put the he just put the vehicle into, and and that's where again, Mark, this is where somebody that really understands specs. I mean, for example, if you told me the car you were driving and sent me the sheet on what it was aligned at the last time, I could tell you why it's pulling or not by looking at the specs. And most good alignment guys should be able to do so, but I will tell you right now, there's a lot of guys running the machines that can't do what I just said. Okay, so you're sure the guy at Extreme knows what he's doing? Yes, that that I can vouch for. So it's worth another hundred bucks and another. Set well, and what you need to do is walk in, talk to Sean, tell him you've been yeah. talking to me on air, tell him what you've gone through, that you've been to several places to get an alignment. None of it's been done correctly, and you really want a proper alignment, and Sean will take care of you. Okay, John. Thanks for your help. You're very welcome, Mark. And yeah, I'm, I'm not trying to, you know, ride on, you know, some of these guys in some of the, you know, quote unquote quick tire places, but it's a lot like a Jiffy Lube getting an oil change or a you know, grease monkey or whatever, you know, the fast lube places. And I'm not throwing any, anybody under the bus. They're just, they're working with what they have. I get that. And I'm not trying to throw, you know, Hunter or Jim Bean or any of these, you know, Hoffman or any of these companies under the bus that make the equipment. They're making the equipment better, faster. You can get more alignments done in a day. And, and I get that. In fact, these machines are such right now, folks, where believe it or not, you can actually get the alignment on the car, figure out what needs to be changed on camber and caster, raise the vehicle up in the air, which means everything just changed when it comes to how that vehicle is setting, still make the adjustments. The machine will tell you what's being adjusted and whether you're in spec or not. Lower it back down, recheck it, and it will be dead on. That's how accurate these machines are. Now, I say all that to say this. Just because you know how to do that doesn't mean you can do a proper alignment. 
Because depending upon the vehicle, you may need caster higher on one side than the other. You may need camber higher than on one side than the other. In other words, just because it's in the green doesn't mean that it's aligned. Bill, welcome, sir. Hey, you guys are bringing up a good point on alignment. I've got a lot of the old Chrysler products, 6970 with the torsion bars. Uh-huh. And I'm beating my head against the wall trying to find somebody that can align those. Um, I've had to go to adjustable strut rods on a couple of the A-body Mopars, the darts and dusters, mm-hmm. in order to get those to align. Do sure. you guys have anybody that is not scared of those? Uh, let's see. Up in the north, north I, you know, in the, in the north part of town, they do not. You'd have to go up and see Josh in at Legacy in Boulder, but Josh could do it for you, Bill. He knows all those. He'd, he'd be fine. Legacy. Legacy, Legacy in Boulder. It's worth the drive to go see Josh. Okay. Yeah, yeah, it's certainly worth doing. And he that. can do all of that okay. for you. You know, again, and see him specifically. Tell him you're a listener. You know, give him a little history. But yeah, Josh can get you all dialed in. Okay. Okay. I'll do that. All right, Bill. Great. Appreciate it very much. Yeah, Thank this you. is kind of a hot button for me personally because I, I know just back in the day, again, as the machines got, this was funny, as the machines got more sophisticated, more guys didn't know how to do alignments mm-hmm. because the machine starts to take over a lot of the work for the technician, and while that may sound good. It's not because, again, you still need to know how to align a vehicle properly. The machine's not driving it. Am I saying this right, have a feel. Yeah, the machine's going off specs, not off of feel, not off of road conditions, not off of tires, you know, different tires, things along those lines. Well, and I also can tell you that, you know, again, back when we were doing these, depending upon the customer and where they lived, if they happened to live on a a road or drove a road that had a really, really heavy crown in the road to get that vehicle to drive right, we would put that vehicle at a different spec than the next one coming across the the rack that was the same exact vehicle. Yeah, you you take it. Because I'm adjusting for that road. You take it half, yeah, put it in the middle instead of, you know, farther to one side or whatever like that. I have roads that, even on our test drive, I can get a flat, a flat, a flat, flat road and freshly paved and but that's not what you drive on most no. of the time you drive on a crowned road that's got that's you right know, ruts one or and two things like that yeah, exactly. and you got to get the vehicle aligned like correctly yeah. to, exactly. to compensate yeah. for all that exactly so. and, and again what i mean by that is for example when i say it's in the green these machines will say i don't know i'll just throw some numbers out where you know you may be able to be 1.5 or one and that's all, you know, one degree, one and a half degrees or one degree, all that's still green. So you could be at one five on one side, all the way to one on the other side, even though it says green and the, the machine will light up green, that vehicle's not aligned. No, right, exactly. Yeah, you have to. It'll be green, but it's not aligned correctly. Yeah. So, it, it, again, this is one of those things where you really need to find somebody that understands true alignments. And as I said earlier, if you can't take the sheet that you got as a printout, and have the technician explain to you what all those things mean, you need a different alignment technician, period. Because mm-hmm. I, I can, I, I've had some of you out there listening, send me a sheet and I'll say, yeah, it pulls this way. And they'll say, oh, how do you know that? Because I, I, I can read the specs and tell you by looking at it what it's doing. So again, you need somebody that understands alignment and how that works to get that done properly. Another full hour coming your way, don't go anywhere. Question of the day is what's your favorite truck? Doesn't have to be current, could be from the past. Maybe it's one coming in the future. Whatever it is, let us know. 303-477-5600. This is Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Still haven't had enough? Go to drive-radio.com. Email your questions and comments. Download previous programs and find lots of useful information, including your nearest Colorado Select Auto Care Center. That's drive-radio.com.
Thanks for listening to Drive Radio, sponsored by the member shops of Colorado Select Auto Care Centers on KLZ 560.